had stuff too, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to like just whip through the game. Yeah, I'm wondering if at some point I'm gonna like be in a situation. I, I know I'm gonna be in a situation where I'm gonna have to grind. It's just a question of will I wait I for that to are. happen? Are you having a hard time at all? Uh, I don't think I'm having a hard time so much as like I don't turn on my brain enough to like play. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'll yeah. get into a fight and just start smashing buttons and. Uh, full disclosure, for any prolonged period of time where I do not play the game, I immediately forget where all the buttons are on, on a PlayStation controller. No, it, like, it make, it's like the same thing with Breath of the uh, Tears of the Kingdom for me. I had the same issue, like trying to relook because like there's such different button schemes compared to like everything else we play. Yeah. So it's like it takes so a while. So when I end up in a dramatic clash or whatever, it's like, oh, press R1. And I'm just like, uh, let's see, trigger, 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 trigger this yeah, one. Yeah, right. yeah. I, you would think I would only go after the right triggers. No, I go after all of them. Game of the year. There it is. There it is. Boom. Boom. You clowns. Stop talking about video games. Where is this a video game podcast? I, I hope not. It. Not tonight, at least. Welcome, everyone, to the Past Controller Podcast. A show where a couple of friends talk about the latest video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we take one week out of the month to talk about movies. And tonight's that night. Uh, either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom. And joining me on this lovely Saturday? I don't know what today is. Saturday evening? Sure. Today's Saturday? Yeah, we got to work tomorrow. You, you don't, need, you don't mm. need to go to us to confirm. Okay, okay, okay is, of course, the anime senpai himself, the one true legendary cheese, Mr. Lizier Mike Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know how it is. Are, are you, is your belly going to be good drinking that drink while you got a, you know, all you had was some fried rice? Yeah, I think fried rice is enough. Is it, oh, yeah, it, I was like, did Brennan's camera freeze for just me or is it anyone else? Uh, there's my answer. There it is. There it is. We're Mike, a, I will say, I, serious I drink, production. <laughs> I drink. I drink one of these. Is this your first time? You've had these before, right? I've had these before. Yeah. Dude, one of these things knocks me on my ass, and it's so weird because usually, like, one drink doesn't do that to me, but these things fucking hit you hard. I feel like. Hmm. I'm gonna find or maybe out. Maybe just. Maybe I'm just a lightweight. Maybe maybe, maybe fucking grow some fucking tolerance, Todd. Jesus. Yeah. Apparently. Also joining us tonight, of course, is the fucking little drunky boy, Toddy Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. He's good. One drink, one drink, and he's ready to fucking cuddle up under the covers. One drink Falls and an edible, and I'm ready to fall asleep. Fall asleep, asleep on the couch yeah. playing Diablo. I fell asleep playing Final Fantasy two nights in a row this week with my headset on and my controller. My like, well, I, you, I was mad you that fell I'm mad asleep that I last week in an Xbox party I'll with me and Mike. Oh yeah, yes, definitely. you were not moving in Diablo for like thirty minutes, and every time I was like, Mike, Todd's definitely asleep right now. You'd go. Like, you'd make a noise and move your character for a second, but then you were still actually asleep. I was like, what's he doing? I think, you, I think you guys woke me up when that happened, and I would just do the random snore just to, like, get the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> dedication. That Even is in his sleep, that is he's dedicated dedication. to the bit. And then rounding us out tonight, of course, is the Disney daddy himself, Dominic 40. Dom, how are you doing tonight? Um, well. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I'm not. Uh, so as I had mentioned, you make a lot of hostility. As I had mentioned uh, just a moment ago, this is, of course, our PTC Movie Club episode for the month of June. So if you have not watched the movie Blackberry, 
uh, this is your chance to step away because we are going to chat about BlackBerry. So if you don't want that mo- movie spoiled for you or whatever. History. You know, history, I guess, yeah. No. Uh, you know, might want to take a moment to get oh, a camera. Running froze for me again. Freezing. Jeez Louise. Um, I'm just going to turn my camera off for a second. But yeah, so we're going to chat about that. But before we get into that, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Uh, sorry, my camera is all messed up. This episode, of course, sponsored by the, our good friends at Goodnight Fatty from the Salem, Massachusetts area, or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening. You want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven. You can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and at Good Morning Chubby. And I promise you, you'll not be disappointed by what you see. Um, I feel like I had some other housekeeping stuff but we're gonna just move right into it todd do you know your movie club pick for july do you want to reveal this information i feel like it's i mean if you want to it could take a few minutes just to like figure out with you guys like what you guys i got a couple i got a list of seven movies that i mean it's up to you if you want to go over this first and then do that or whatever tell me no seven yeah it's a seven got a whole list going it's uh, all right, you know what? You know what? You know what? We're gonna we're gonna table it. We're gonna save it for the end of the episode. So if you want to know what the movie club pick for July is, you gotta stick around or skim through or do whatever it is you do uh, to get that information. All right. As we do with every movie club episode, we will begin with what do we think this did in the box office with a budget of five million. Hmm. Where do we think this landed in the box office? Michael, does VOD count for box office, or like is it just I was like literally just like... about to ask, did this even go to theaters? <laughs> I don't even know if it, it did. Yeah. It did go to theaters. It did go to theaters. Okay, yep. it did go to theaters. I don't know if I, I forget. I kind of screwed myself that week because I went to go see Fool's Gold, Fool's Gold instead, um, and I don't remember if I made any effort to see where Blackberry was playing. So, uh, five million. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go for a hopeful. Nine. Okay. Okay. Mike said nine. Tom, where are you at? Oh, two million. Okay. Two million. Tom, where are you at? What was it? Five. Five yeah. million budget. I'm going to say <laughs> 10. Okay. All right. Well, Todd, unfortunately, is the closest uh, with a cool box office pull of 1.6 million. Um, that probably had limited theater release. It was probably yeah. Like I think I later. think it was wasn't it exclusive to some some service when it came out. I don't know. I think oh. it was. I think it was initially like a maybe not. I don't. I don't know. But yes, it did. Have, it did have a fifty-day, seven-week run in theaters. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't even think I saw a lot of marketing for it. To be honest, no, definitely not. I knew I mean, it was coming out because I because I. I would listen to the Always Sunny podcast, and uh, Glenn was talking about it, so I knew it existed, but I don't remember seeing it being marketed. Yeah, I mean, it's a IFC film, you know, small budget. Yeah. I think I think it probably got a theatrical release, maybe for awards. I'm not really sure. My camera froze again. What is happening? Just leave it like that. Yeah, that's fine. We don't need to see you like moving or anything. We get the gist. You look a little, I mean, look a little freezes, sad, but not totally sad. I am definitely not going to continue to do this the whole time. But, um, yeah. So I mean, it. it I don't know what the, the 
what they're, I'm sorry, I, this camera is, I'm going to throw my camera across the wall. Um, now it's just straight up frozen. Okay. Mm. All right, we're back. There he is. Um, so yeah, not a great box office run, but I don't think this movie was intended to be like a long box office type of, type yeah. of movie. I did read uh, an interview though with the director who had said that like similar types of movies like The Social Network had budgets of 40 million and like they purposely wanted to make this type of movie with a low budget because they thought it was possible, which I mean, it's we can get into it, but I thought the movie was fantastic. So, same. Uh, it's wild too that like, I, th- as I was watching, I'm like, man, they could have made this movie so cheap. Just like, you know, it's like a lot of shots and offices and stuff like that, and, like, you know, building space. So I'm like, the whole time I was like, oh man, this probably was like, you know, like you said, I actually yeah. thought it was going to be less than 5 million, to be honest with you. Yeah. So uh, there's that. And then, of course, how much of the 5 million is just yeah, glasses? Yeah. No, I get, I get, I guarantee Glenn and those guys signed on just to get like yeah, notoriety no. on this movie. Exactly. They probably like got paid bare minimum. Um. Well, Doug, Doug wrote it, directed it, and the the actor that played Doug wrote it, yeah, and yeah. directed it. Um. Oh, he directed it too. Weird. Yeah, I didn't okay. know that yeah. until I was doing doing stuff preparing for tonight. Um. So, as we of course always do with these episodes, uh, whose pick was this? Dom's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don, what do you think this uh, got tomato meter and audience score? Um, tomato meter, I want to go like, I want to go like 92 and uh, audience, I'm going to go like 86. Okay. So what about you? Yeah, I'm frozen again. I'm it's standing like this. Yeah, uh, I had a feeling 90. it was coming, so I like put my f- head back in the center of the screen, and then it fucking froze. Sorry, what'd you say, Todd? Uh, 95, 90. 90. Mike, what about you? Um, yeah, I I also know it was in the 90s because I remember again when Fool's Gold came out, it was like polar opposites. In terms yeah, right. Of made me <laughs> like Fool's Gold got fucking thrashed and people were like oh blackbird was actually really good um what was dom said 90 what did dom say 93 and todd you said 95 95 90 all right well all right i'll just thread the needle there i guess i'm gonna go with 93 and um 93 88 all right and you guys just keep fucking Giving it to Todd with these things, it is Let's fucking go 98 93. Ooh, Wait, 98? Uh, 98 tomato, 93 audience. People love ah. this movie. Uh, and I will tell you, I have a feeling we're gonna join those ranks, the four of us. This might be oh, the shit. first time ever. Oh, shit. That we I all picked like a, the movie. I, I picked the movie Brendan <laughs> likes. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. Is this the first time that someone has picked a movie that all four of us have liked? This this might be the first time that any of us have picked a movie that you like. Wait, no, you that's incorrect. Like Mike, has definitely, nice Mike has definitely picked a movie I liked. I think we all like the nice guys, right? I did. Oh, yeah, I like, yeah, I like the nice guys. Uh, I think I think you... my if I remember correctly, I think my biggest complaint with the nice guys was it was too long. No, it was really long, wasn't, my... it? wasn't it a long movie? I can't remember. Yeah. 
I don't remember if it was long. How do you feel about my my Nolan picks? I forget because I did a couple Nolan picks. I forget how you felt. Prestige. about I don't know what. I don't Prestige know. What and yeah, I don't remember. They were fine. Well, there you go. There you go. That, that's your answer right there. There's my answer. Yep. I feel like okay. there's probably something else that I enjoyed that someone picked. Probably not. Oh, uh, prisoner. Yeah, prisoners. You loved swingers, if I recall correctly. Did I love swingers? I think I had some gripes with swingers. But I don't. I don't. Hate it. Was, like, I, think, I think you liked swingers, but it was too long. Oh, you no, know what it was? was, no it, was, was it was. Movie. It was Gross Point Blank. That's, I don't know. That's what you no, say. About, I did not I like you, Gross Point Blank. That's what that you say about every movie. So. Uh, no, this movie wasn't long. I, honestly, I this is an occasion where I was like, "Fuck, I kind of want more of this movie." They could have they could have dropped another fucking movie twenty was a, on me. Yeah, this movie was a cool two hours. So yep. it blew by. It blew by. I took a break in the middle too, not because I wanted to, but I was like in the middle of doing something else, and I came back and I was like, "Oh man, I only have like forty five minutes left." I'm I'm so sad. Yeah, sometimes pacing, I break these movies up into two days. Of the movie was weird. So yeah. Yeah, there, so there's like two things with this movie's pacing. It's like there is. It felt like the first kind of half of the movie was very Glenn Howerton focused, and then the back half of the movie was very Jay focused. And I think Glenn Howerton fucking acted his ass off in this movie. And I was so kind of sad when He's it was so less of good. him in the back half of the movie because, I mean, for obvious plot reasons. Last chance if you're still listening and didn't fucking watch the movie, this is your last chance. Um, but I guess overall, we can get right into it. Uh, I mean, d- d- can we just definitively say all four of us like this movie? Like, we're all feeling good about it? Or does anyone have, like, overall negative feeling about this film? No, no complaints. Yeah. Was good. I'm actually, gl- I'm really glad Don picked it because it's a movie I wanted to see. But at the same time, I probably would have never watched it because. I don't know. I just probably would have snuck through the cracks, you know. Yeah, it's I, I also, I feel the same way as you. Like I was like, oh, like interesting cast. Oh, the so the writer director, like I love that dude from his fucking. What else is he? He's in a ton of shit. Nirvana, the band of the show. Like that's what I know him from. Which Dom, that's like way up your alley. You would fucking love it. Yeah, like you should, it. you should probably What's watch it. On? I don't know at this point. You might have to buy it, actually. It might be that. It's it on the internet, I suppose. I I think when I watched it, I watched it on YouTube. I don't think it's... I don't know if it's still on YouTube. You might have to purchase it or somewhere. Um, But it is... I mean, you've you've probably all, at the bare minimum, have seen the clip where they sing the We Shop channel song. Oh, it's that dude? That's that dude. (laughs) Really? Now it all makes sense. But he's from other stuff, too, though. But that's crazy that that's the same dude. Yeah, I mean, it's him and another dude. I think that wrote that show, like yeah. the other like main cast star in it. Um, which I'm, I wonder if they're not friends or something, because I'm surprised that that guy didn't show up in this movie. I feel like that would have an easy little plug and play as a programmer in the background or something at the bare minimum. Um, this so, continue. This thing that I'm looking at says that he was in it, but hold on. Maybe he was just in the background. Oh my god, it froze again. Yeah, it froze again. <sighs> We might have to go back up camera. No. Doug reminded me of this fresh. dude from like from like comedy shows, like a sketch comedy. I can't remember what, what it is, but like he reminds me of someone. And I he kind of reminded me of someone too. Uh, I can't place it right now. I feel like he's in like Grandma's Boy or something, like someone like from one of those movies. You know, like not like a big yeah. name movie, but like. Uh, Matt, but he's no, definitely not. Let's see. I'm looking him up right now, and no. I'm not seeing anything. Blackberry Ann at 1,300 feet. 
13,000 feet. Deuce. Spice it up. Nirvana the band the show. Operation Avalanche. How heavy this hammer. Diamond Tongues of the Dirties. Cosmotive Inc. The Revenge Plot. And Nirvana the band the show. Yeah. I don't like I I I know I don't know him from anything else, but he does remind me of somebody that I cannot. It's just gonna be from the Wii Shout channel that I've watched like a thousand times. So it's like Yes. Um and honestly, it, it might just be the headband that he wore the entire time that just made an aesthetic that made me think of somebody else. Yes. Right. Yeah, he looks like uh, he looks like Will uh, Ferrell on in uh Semi Pro? Yes, semi pro. Um I was actually thinking of um fuck, why can't I think of his name now? The guy in Eastbound and Down. Danny McBride? Uh, yeah, there it is. So Wow, I I I don't know if there has ever been a movie we've picked that it has just been like a how do we all feel about this overall and it's all just been like yeah it was good we liked it yeah um, because normally you hate movies yeah you're usually the only one there's been plenty of movies that other people have not enjoyed so yes, I don't want to I, I feel like the majority I don't of I don't know if there's been a movie where three out of four have all said they've liked it sweepingly Memento yeah I didn't dislike Memento. I mean, I can say for a fact that three of us sweepingly like that film. Uh, yeah, but I, I think I probably liked it. It might have just been too long, but you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a good, I should make a t-shirt that just says, yeah, I like the movie. It's just too long. I, uh, I want to see Brian's letterbox um, account where he just rates every movie. Every movie gets dinged like two stars at bare minimum. Three minutes it's too short. long. It's, it's just been three minutes short, yeah. It's it's just all like Disney films, like an hour and twenty minutes. That's, that's all the that's all the five stars. Brendan gave like a glowing review to The Emperor's New Groove because it was like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. I don't yeah. love that Rapid movie the way that people seem to love that movie. Like it's fine. Anyways, we're not. This isn't an Emperor's New Groove fucking episode. Uh, so wow, just <laughs> man, I, I think what's happening right now is I think something's going wrong with. In in Discord with camera, I think Discord is like put your camera in a race. I don't. That's imagine a tech company. Like imagine if Todd was like somehow worked at a tech company, and every time someone had he would be Doug. He would just yeah. He would be completely useless and have movie nights. That would that would be. But it seemed like Doug could actually fucking goad and do stuff. Todd would just go like, dude, put it in. I don't know if he ever did though. Yeah, that was the weird thing about the movie, the movie's portrayal of Doug, and I think it's a combination of just what the movie needed, and also because Matt was acting, directing, and wrote. So like maybe he just kind of gave himself less stuff to do. But it was I was never really clear on what Doug brought to the table other than just being like just a good energy to have around. But for the business, I don't know what he did. So, yeah, and I guess I guess if at any point I don't know if did any of you like look into the difference between like the actual history of uh, a little bit. R-I-N and Blackberry and what is happening yeah, R-I-M, uh, in this movie. Um, so Doug's character, or I guess Matthew Johnson's portrayal of Doug is apparently like probably the most not tied to this like actual person. Like it's very... Oh, I thought you were going to say it was like the most so, realistic. <laughs> it so, was the most accurate. 
from what I, I read about the guy, I wonder if he like didn't sign on to have his likeness brought to film because he like took a payout like pretty early in like them getting bought apparently. Yeah, I I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was him. He there's like no no recorded interviews of that guy. Like he doesn't talk about this at all. Um, so a lot of what they had to go off of was from fuck this camera from like other people at the company. Um, you know, fucking Navi's just gonna be my fucking picture today. Uh, other people at the company, and they were basically saying like the character in the movie is essentially just a fictional character. It's not really what Doug did or how Doug acted. Um, but on the, on the movie side of things, like, yeah, I, I think they used that character as like, oh, it's, it's the friend he cares, but like his main thing is like the company culture, like trying to protect like people's fucking sanity and happiness. Yeah. Um, And that continues to like get more difficult as, you know, the company grows and, uh, fucking, Jim Balsilli like brings in other people and brings in like that COO um Charles Purdy to essentially like I don't want I mean it it definitely seems once like Charles Purdy comes on board that it's like turns into a much more like crunch culture in that workplace where it's like Oh no, you're going to get this done uh by Friday. Uh or you're going to do this, or you're going to stay late, you're going to do all these things, whatever. Um So yeah, I I think uh I think with that and then so I also read like some some excerpts from Jim Balsilli who apparently according to the thing I was reading, uh Jim Balsilli is the only one that has seen the movie. Uh I mean obviously we don't know if Doug has seen the movie cuz he doesn't do interviews, yeah. Uh, but apparently Mike Lazaridis has not watched the film. Um, but Jim Balsilli went to like the premiere and had like a private showing. Um, but he also said that like, it's a pretty blown out of proportion, like portrayal of him as well, where like, yeah, he's like, I, I don't think I was re-, like, he's like, you know, I want to do this and this, but like some of these things are definitely like, you know, Hollywood being Hollywood. Uh, and then another, I was reading another thing from another employee that worked there that was talking about like how accurate it was to what was really going on and like what's different. Cause I think the other thing is there's a book written about like the company about Blackberry uh, and RIM. So like they pulled from the book too for a lot of stuff. Uh, I think the title said that the film was based off the book. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Um, so, and I'm sure if you ask Zuckerberg, that his movie was all blown out of proportion too. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the case with like any of these things. Like, well, they're, yeah, they're trying to make entertainment too. At the end of the day, and like, if they just making a straight up like bio biopic, I well, I uh, almost feel like I'm obligated now to watch both Air and Tetris because I think those are all in like the same ballpark. Yeah, and maybe uh, what was the 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 Cheeto movie that came out just now too? Flaming oh, Hot. Flaming Hot, yeah. Flaming Hot, I believe, is on Amazon, correct? I think Flaming Hot's on Hulu. Hulu. I think Flaming yeah. Hot's on Hulu. Yeah. Air is on Amazon. Uh, Tetris is on Apple. So there you go. That's the world we live in. Run on the gamut. 
Um, so yeah, I, I like, I really enjoyed this film. Like I to echo what Todd said earlier. Like I, Oh, Glenn Howerton. I think he's funny. I, uh, Matt Johnson, you know, I think he's funny. Jay Baruchel is always pretty funny. Um, I mean, it has other people in it, like Pro ZD and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this like it has people that I enjoy stuff they Michael do. Um, yeah. But I like I don't know if I'd ever go out of my way to watch it. Um, so I am glad that Dom picked this. And I like outside of knowing those cast members and knowing that this was a movie about BlackBerry, uh, I didn't really. I was like, yeah, I'll just watch it when I watch it. I don't need to look up more about this movie. The way the movie is filmed, which I think works fucking perfectly for this movie, it is filmed like it is a mockumentary. Like, it, like the camera is like, yeah. feels like it's like there's someone in yeah, there filming oh, it, geez. and it, it fucking works so well for this movie. I and they think... play with you at the beginning of the movie. When fucking Jim Balsilli pulls into his parking space at the beginning of the movie, he mm, looks in it. his rearview mirror, and he looks at the camera, but he's looking at yeah. like the people behind yeah, him and it looks like it just, it, it was, I, it was such like a weird little touch that I was like, Oh, this is really like, I enjoyed that stupid scene for whatever. Yeah. I think there was an episode of the always Sunny podcast where specifically Glenn and Charlie were talking about their individual films. And I think Glenn had talked about how they filmed the movie and they had to do something specific to get that mockumentary feel like they didn't have someone with the camera kind of shaking around they had to film a certain way so that way in post they could add that kind of shake to it if i remember correctly i could mm -hmm. be talking at my fucking butthole here but yeah i believe that like it's like it's not even just the shake it's like a shake like quick zoom in quick zoom out to like frame the like it's it just works yeah. really well like it, it fits the movie like without with like and it's that's me saying like I don't need the movie to be a mockumentary. I think the movie was fantastic, but the style of cinematography fit it so well. Some of the shots felt less like mockumentary and more like you were in the room with them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I guess that's probably not a better necessarily way to put it. a mockumentary, but like you, you are spectating history. Like you're yes. in the room with them. When yeah. Yeah. Cause there's no like a side interview type things at all. So no. it's, yeah, it's really just that's like style of shaky cam that you associate with mockumentary stuff. Um, it's funny because it's funny because this movie soundtrack is basically like one of those soundtracks. I'm like, oh, it's like they have my iPod on shuffle right now because every song is like classic songs from when I was growing up. And I was like, oh, I love this song. I love this. Song. You know, it's, I don't even know what do with period pieces. I don't even remember the music in the movie because it either. just like it literally just blended in so perfect. Like, I don't. Yeah, it does. There's like yep. no standout. Like it just I don't think I could tell you a song that was in this movie. I remember in the moment when I was watching it, I thought, oh, this is uh, this is a good song. I like the song, blah, 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 blah. Or even in that beginning, that the opening uh, credit scene, they were showing a bunch they, of just... They did Connection weird. by Alaska, I believe, at the opening. I could be wrong. Uh, but. but they were showing just uh, television clips and news clips from yeah. around that period of time. It was through a stretch, because I think it was showing, like, Inspector Gadget stuff, which is 80, yeah. early 80s, up until, like, Power Rangers stuff. And they were all, they were showing all, like, the history of the cell phone, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they were, that, that yeah. was largely it. Yeah, it was largely just uh, that kind of stuff. I was, I was telling Mike, and the more than I was telling him earlier, the more that I'm thinking about it now, it, it actually, I think, is a backhanded strength to the movie. I was saying to Mike, like, oh, uh, you know, without knowing the true like difference with history or whatever compared to the movie and, or, or whatnot, I feel like there was at no point where I was 
rooting for anyone. Like I, I wasn't like, we obviously all know what happens to Blackberry. Um, well, actually, I, we don't, I don't, maybe we don't know everything that happened to Blackberry. I just assume Blackberry went out of business. They yeah, are still in business and they are like a software company. Yeah. They, they went the Sega route. Yeah, yes. Oh my goodness. Um, I just assumed the company went out of business or they like got bought and they used them for something else or whatever. Um, but like, I was never rooting for anyone. Like, the, like I wasn't like, I, maybe that's incorrect. I was happy to see like Glenn Howerton's character come in and even though you don't maybe not necessarily like want to root for him, it was good for him to like help them get their money from fucking robotics of America or whatever the fuck it was called. That, that first scene, that first scene when he's in the office and he's on the phone and he just looks at me and goes, Shut the you know, like he just <laughs> mouths it. He doesn't even say it. And I was like, Oh, it's so good. He's like, yeah. he is like, emboldens that type of dude and like he just did it so well i just looked up a picture of the guy he did do and he looks kind of like glenn howerton like side by side picture and they both have that like you know yeah. like the ball yeah, he probably like, looks the look. closest if you look at yeah, who look all of the that. people look yeah they don't look like lazarides really. doesn't look anything like yeah jay does in this movie um and his hair was like i i was so confused because i literally got, had to white. literally had to look <laughs> up like what? How old he was? I was like, is this a sixty-year-old guy like trying to get a tech startup started up? Like, what is going on here? I think I think the age of them in the movie is actually younger than the age of how old the people were when they were really doing it too. I think like they were much older. Um, but yeah, so I, like I was saying to Mike, I I don't feel like I was really ever rooting for anyone in this movie, and I wasn't like I don't want to say it's not a happy ending, like. Like we just we know this is not a thing about like oh this is the thing that maybe couldn't have worked and then it worked and then it was around forever and it's this big thing and it's like no like this is the rise and fall of this company that you know existed. Um, we all knew that Apple was the one that like was going to be their downfall. I'm assuming, right? Starting I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. knew that much. I mean, yeah. at, at that time in 2007, I don't know if like everyone felt that way, but I mean, like that's that's very clear what you know ultimately killed BlackBerry. Um, yeah, I, no, I I would say that I think Mike's when Mike went to uh, was it still Bell Atlantic at the time or was it Verizon? Verizon. It was Verizon at, at the, the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah, was the beginning Atlantic, it was right? Bell Atlantic. Because yeah, okay, okay. Bell Atlantic turns into Verizon. I just didn't remember if that's what they were at the time. Because like even even when uh what's his face when they were talking about the iPhone, they're talking about Singular. I was like, oh yeah, I remember Singular. Um, so when he was trying to downplay downplay the iPhone and calling it, you know, it's basically a toy, it's just a big thing. I feel like that was a, it was like a, a popular sentiment. Yeah, that yeah. was the pushback, yeah. Yeah. Well, because uh, you have to look at, too, like BlackBerry, like they they primarily built their business model around enterprise. Like they built it around selling it to businesses because it yes. was an email-focused, you know, machine. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, that's ultimately what, what sure. I mean, aside from touchscreen, aside from app store, aside from music, which I think were also huge reasons why like it became mm -hmm. a much bigger deal. Uh, it was, I mean, the iPhone and the smartphones would eventually also be able to do all of those things a Blackberry can do anyway. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't now I'm interested in maybe the book or a more um, 
a more accurate description of what happened with it because i you know i do like technology so i'd like to see yeah. a fucking monday morning quarterbacking whatever it is just like, so this is where we drop the ball where did the sidekick fit in sidekick came up before the iphone yes we had them in high school yeah who who made sidekick uh the company i'm trying to remember because it was i believe it was a t-mobile exclusive the company was i think it might have been motorola i thought it was motorola too it, I, I love my black it might be but i don't think it was i love my blackberry because like that's the last phone i've had that like iphone danger still doesn't ink danger the danger hip top also rebranded as the t-mobile sidekick moby flip and sharp jump is a a smartphone that was produced by Danger Inc. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it was just them trying to get into the BlackBerry business. I think that was them smartly oh. seeing that there was a because I feel like that one went primarily to our age group and maybe yeah. a little bit older. Because I mean, Sidekick was out in two thousand two. Yeah. So I mean, that's five years before iPhone. Exactly. So that it, it was smartly hit. Like target armor, like having fucking instant messenger on that thing was big. Yeah, the same. I way, mean, essentially, sidekick yeah. sidekick was a a youth targeted BlackBerry, like yeah, exactly. for the closest yeah, was, type of. Yeah. It was BlackBerry competition. Yeah, but for just a different demographic. Yeah, like, I, I couldn't like, even call it like full on competition because I don't think BlackBerry I knew anyone business. our age that had a BlackBerry. My dad had a BlackBerry. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I had a pilot age. at one point and a and a. And a BlackBerry. I was just saying, too, that, like, the BlackBerry was the last decent phone I had where it's, like, it was very easy to just type. Because I feel like the iPhone, it's, like, still not easy to type. I feel like it's just, like, I always have, like, misspelled shit. Yeah, you know, just, and then I take off. Try with your thumbs. Try with your thumbs. I did look up, so, like, some of the stuff that's different in the movie. Um, and, I, and, like, I did, like, an abridged lookup of what's different from the movie in reality. Um <laughs> The timeline of certain things is not accurate in the movie. Like certain things came out at different points and certain whatever. And uh, probably the, one of the bigger things that's different from reality in the movie is that Mike is actually the one that like watched the Steve Jobs uh, iPhone presentation and went to Jim about it saying like, this is a problem. Like this is, we need to like, they still were like, oh, they're going to – he still thought they would shoot themselves in the foot because it was an ATT exclusive, and he thought that their network wouldn't be able to handle what the iPhone was saying it could do. Um, and I'm trying to remember because I did have an iPhone um, in 2007. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to remember if I ever had, like, service issues with it. I mean, it had plenty of other issues, but it, I don't remember. I, I didn't get an iPhone because it was only on AT&T to start out. I mean, I that's like, the wild thing that I kind of forgot was even a yeah. fucking thing at one point yeah. where it was like cell phones were exclusive point. to places. Yeah. I mean, uh, even now, for instance, I would I was like interested. I don't think I would actually bother getting it for other reasons. But when they brought back the Motorola Razr recently, uh, a couple nice years ago, it. it was an exclusive to some network that I don't have. I want to say AT&T. It might have been Verizon. Yeah. Um, so they still I mean, do it, but it's not as it's not as prevalent. Yeah, I mean they do it with like a. I would argue 
Razer Motorola is like a that's that's a niche play at trying to like get certain people to it was to buy it, that. yes it's it's niche in the sense that you know folding foldable foldable screens now are not blowing up and um it was just a play at hey nostalgia for this brand yeah. name well i i guess this you would probably know out of all four of us because i've i've had an iphone since 2007 and i still have an iphone um mm -hmm. so i don't pay attention to other smartphones are there some other smartphones that are exclusive to somewhere? Uh, th that's the only one I can think of offhand. There are definitely other ones. Like, yes, in the sense that there are other Android maybe models or, um, you know, uh, manufacturers who might do something. I would say you're much more likely to bump into a phone that is um, region-specific. Like, there are phones that are coming out now that only release in china or some other asian market or sometimes india uh europe and you can't get it here or if you try getting it here it won't work on our networks because they're using a different wireless frequency interesting um so yeah that, that was like one of the big changes there were other people at blackberry that had thought like oh this is gonna destroy us um but i, I don't think it was like as big a concern like it was definitely different people in the movie than in real life that were concerned about it than it was the other way around. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing I read too was that like him buying a hockey team was also not a fully real buy, story. He tried to buy a couple different teams at different times, but not move it to Canada or whatever. No, I, I think he was, was trying to. Oh, move, he was. I think okay. he was trying to move. I think it was a different team that was trying to move to Canada. That was the thing. So in the movie, I think it was the Penguins. Yeah, there's right? no yeah. way. There's no way in 2007 he was moving the Penguins. I wonder if they just chose the Penguins because is that where Glenn's from? Is he from? Like, is is does he? Glenn's like from the Alabama. Penguins? Oh, from why did Alabama. I think? I thought they were all from mm -mm. Pennsylvania. Are Only Rob from Pennsylvania. Only Rob Malcolm is from Pennsylvania. Charlie Day's from Rhode Island. Oh, actually, I did know Charlie Day was from Rhode Island. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think the movie was fucking really good, and I think Glenn Howerton was so fucking like so good to watch. Like I'm yeah, happy he shouldn't have been likable. For... I like liked him. You know, yeah. like, he shouldn't have been the likable guy in that movie, and he was hands down the the best part of that movie. Yeah. I think it's just because he was so real. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel some like of the shit that was going on, some of the shit that was going on in the movie, you, like I would look at it and be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, <laughs> obviously, that's the way I would react. Like, yeah. Yeah, you'd only get that high up in corporate society by just playing yeah. straight like that. Just a nice guy, yeah. Yeah, and I, I again, like I think, perfect pairing of the cinematography because I think it really continued to lend to like the drama and comedy in the scenes of like you really do feel like you're in that office, just like you're a background employee. You're like watching like damn, Mike's getting fucking screamed at right now. Like you're you're you always felt like you were there. Uh, it it re worked really fucking well. Yeah, uh, Dom. I don't know if you ever watched that video I sent you, but that's where that vampire line came from because I was confused about that at the time. Which it was video? a video I I sent you a video the other day He's after I NHL the NHL like shareholders yeah. room or whatever. He He's said, like, I'm from. Boardroom. Yeah, he says I'm um, from Waterloo. I'm a vampire. Or something. Yeah, I'm a fucking yeah vampire. from Waterloo. That's I'm a, that's where the fucking vampires hang out. I guess that line came oh, from that video. Oh, I sent from you. that video. Okay, yes, I've seen yeah. that guy before. Yeah, 
I've I've never seen it before. I was just trying to make head. Oh yeah. No, I was trying to make head. Yeah. What what is the what is the origin? What I because I also didn't know. I didn't understand that line. I was just like that was very bizarre. There's a street interview. I don't know why. I don't know what she was interviewing the guy for because he literally did not take the prompt at all. But it's like a girl doing an interview. I imagine for like a YouTube thing. It didn't seem like she was doing it for the news. But yeah. she like interviews this guy and he just goes off on some uh, deranged tangent. And one of the things yeah. he says is like, he's like, I'm from Waterloo where the vampires hang out. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, what, like, t- like when that clip came out and when these events of this movie take place, like, could that be an actual thing that this character could have said? I don't know, because the, the clip, when I was looking at the time on the clip, it said 2012. I don't know if the clip was recorded earlier than that, but it's... A, I mean, it's, it's, not a, a, it's not from the early 2000s. Well, this, I mean, so I believe the attempt, one of the attempts to... Um, to buy the hockey team was around... 2006 ish which to be fair youtube was really opened up in 2006 2007 i think um so i'm not ruling anything out but i think so the other thing is that um matt what's his last name matt johnson matt johnson he is from canada and i think Dave Barrisell from Canada too. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things in here that make a lot more sense to not make a lot more sense, but there are references and things there that if you're Canadian resonate more. And I think that might have been one of those things where he took something that big in Canada. I don't know. I'm petitioning for uh, Glenn to be fucking. What's his name from the Fantastic Four? Yeah, oh, one of those guys. Give him some, get him Reed. Get him. Get him. Get him. Fucking someone. Get him in. Oh, make him. Because he, he, he tried out for Cap. He tried out for Captain America. That's what I'm saying. Make him Doctor Doom. Actually, I'm I'm saying this now, you know, as a joke and one mojito mule in, but I would watch that. Yeah, without a doubt. I just want. Oh. All right, this is like a three-minute video. I can't watch that right now. I was trying to skim <laughs> through it to hear him say it. What if we just got the cast of Sonny as Fantastic Four villains? That's a four. Probably be the best thing Marvel ever. Villains. villains, just villains. So Davido uh, was Mo Man, of course. Um, let's see, who's a good female villain for the Fantastic Four? A good Kate play. Uh, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Steak, 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 steak. Yeah, uh, and then Charlie know. could we'll be. Have to, we'll have to loop back. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry, guys. Well, next week we'll come back with our perfect casting for Fantastic Four villains played by the Always Sunny cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, there was one scene. I think it was the first time that Jim sits down with, or not the first time. It's when they fr- sit down to eat after their first meeting in his office. And like they turn the deal down because of Matt and or Doug and yeah. he walks out and he like looks at him and he goes, 
what's up with all that sass? He's just a sassy man. <laughs> like he just like he has like a whole monologue about how sassy he is, and I fucking yeah. lost it. I was and then Jay, like, and then Jay does a line that he he just he's, says. He's like, yeah, I mean, I have to keep he, up. Yeah. I had to sass, <laughs> but he sasses back. Oh, it's so good. There's so many good little things. Like I, I, I think it was in the trailer too. But it, I think it's when uh, the guy from Google and Pro ZD are also eating, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "So how much are they paying you?" I shouldn't. Oh, yeah, I don't really I shouldn't, pay, say. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say. say. They're paying me ten million dollars. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's just um, like dumb shit. It was so good. The guy from Google was the wait. Pro ZD's the fucking YouTube guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, yeah, I didn't even know. Trailer. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. The guy from uh, Google, Google was. Um, he was in the, Mad Men. He was in the other things. He was in he the office. He was. Too. He was in the office. He was the one that was in no. Pam's art class that was trying to. Keep... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one in Pam's art classes. Yeah. yeah. I was, oh I wow. Gonna... He is. Oh my god. I was going to say the IT guy, but yes, you're right. No, He's no. the guy. No, the IT guy's from fucking New Girl. Mike. New Girl. Yeah. Listen, um, I know who it is. Oh, the I was going to say bring up the scene after uh, Mike calls and gets him him to like actually like he calls and like they do this whole like back and forth of like him trying out like all right like you're gonna talk him like. We're gonna like talk yeah. him down to like the price, and he just goes straight with the price. And yeah. afterwards, he's like, "He got him! He got him!" And the guy, the kid's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> you haven't been listening this whole time. Um, I, I guess two other things I wanted to bring up, and then if anyone else has anything they want to bring up, we can we can ride this thing out. So, I mentioned this to Mike earlier too. There's like the beginning scene where Mike is like ultra fixated on technology that's made in China. Uh, and he like puts a paperclip and fixes that intercom thing. And then, you know, whatever, they don't really ever bring that up again throughout the movie, except for his resistance to wanting to manufacture in China, which is maybe why they like brought that up in the beginning to show that he's like adverse to that for whatever reason. And then, the true history of BlackBerry having the final BlackBerry having manufacturing problems and almost all of them being recalled kind of like ends with the China thing. And I don't know. I just felt like a weird, like why are we trying to like so there aggressively was, make this Chinese point? There was a dialogue at some point that Mike brought up, I think to Jim in the office in the original, like the original office and he talks about how um i don't want he fixes the he fixes the intercom, the intercom. when jim sets up his intercom in the office in the in their rim office like yeah. when he puts the secretary outside and he like comes back in and they're sitting there and he has like the intercom on his desk and it's buzzing again while yeah. he mike's fixing it he talks about how like yeah like the reason that all these things buzz is that they're all made in China and it like because they're mass produced, like it's missing like a certain component. So they just come over here and they're all fucking missing this component. So they all buzz. He's like, I'm not letting Blackberry be that. Yeah. So essentially yeah. like like all pro like product that comes from China is like could is like it it's not like hands on, I guess. It's all just mass produced, and if it has one problem in one thing, all of them have that problem. Yeah, which like I I don't know. I I understand that, but like I was trying like fucking iPhones made in China. Like every like 
so many things are made in China. That's why, like, I was like, it's a weird, like, it felt like the movie was blaming Blackberry's downfall on them deciding to. I think the movie was the final Blackberry in China. I, I think the movie was saying that there was a lot of things that led to the downfall, but one of the final things was that? was was Jim, um, essentially changing his own moral stance. Mike. Mike. And, Yes. Oh yeah, Mike. Mike. Mike yes. initially changing his moral stance. That was where he that was, was also okay. what that was also what I got was like he they were the company was at a point where like Mike couldn't do it on his own anymore and he like he made that compromise he, or he, he made that concession. He, he made, yeah, he made the yeah. concession that we're gonna do something else and so like they were it like they were no longer BlackBerry at that point almost like yeah. He had yeah. his morals of like where Blackberry would be, and he gave up on that moral, and that's like the like the turn, you know. Final I mean? nail, yeah, yeah. The final nail in the coffin. I get, I guess I get that. Yeah, that that makes more sense. I think uh, it just it felt like weird. I was like, what? Like th- that's like a weird way to end the movie, um, especially again because like unless well, I the, don't know what I'm talking movie, about, the first iPhone was also made in China. I, I'm pretty sure. So the movie, the movie didn't end like that. The movie ended with him opening all the boxes and trying to fix them all like one by one. Yeah. Which was, I'm curious if that was, I I'm doubt sure that, that, was sure real that was a fabrication. <laughs> that was show. That was essentially showing like he, he like gave into his morals and then it came yeah. back to bite him in the ass. But he was like, I don't know. Trying still, to still trust trying to. And I, I also kind gut. of like uh, someone. I was after I watched the movie. I started reading comments and stuff about the film. When I was reading stuff, and someone made the point that in the that first um, movie night, I think when you, you go back to the Rim offices or yeah. IRM, I think they just called him Rim, but whatever. They're watching Raiders of the Lost Ark, and now at the end of the movie, it's him with a bunch of boxes, almost like Raiders of the Lost Raiders of the Lost Ark. Pretty good. I like that. His favorite movie, Mike. Yeah. Great I think, I think that's what Matt says. I think that's what Doug says to me. He goes, you're not even watching your favorite movie. Yeah. Because he was making the prototype. Yeah. Um, The other thing I wanted to to bring up, too, was like, when right right before Jim gets turned into the SEC, the conversation him and Mike have in Mike's office is like sort of anticlimactic. Like it seems like I don't know. He should have been more angry or like like Mike I mean you can just say what you said to me earlier, Mike. But Mike had a had a thought on why he think the scene went that way. This yeah, the scene played off almost as if uh, Jim went through a few different emotions. But one of the final things was kind of um, almost being proud of Mike for kind of yeah. doing a, a a cutthroat businessy type of decision like that. He finally stood up for himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially because like it, Jim's the beginning of Jim's relationship with Mike is Jim sticking up for Mike with robotics of America or whatever the fuck that company was US called. robotics, us robotics. And, and you got to love that. Like, as long as you've got money, you can get away with anything. If it was for us, so we, we were in jail, you know, like, again, like you got that money, you're going to get away with that shit. I know they said like the stuff was encrypted and there's fucking, there was probably fucking ways for them to figure out how to fucking. Well, so guys. that was another one of the things that I had read in the, like, reality versus the the movie it seems like some of the stuff that um 
they were saying we're going to, you know, get him in trouble, put him in jail for the things he did. I think some of the, I, I think the way that the things he did in the movie are punished in real life are not the same. Like, like there was ways basically around what they were doing, um, which again, it's probably illegal. Um, it sounded like based on what I was reading, it still sounded illegal, but it also like, it sounds like for certain things, at least in the movie, they had to consult lawyers. So they had to like, you know, they had to be careful of what they said and didn't say because it's like based on real people and real events and stuff. So it sounds like they had to like probably make that stuff a certain way in the movie because it handled real life people that did, you know, probably illegal things. Um, yeah. But yeah, also, I did mean to. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, going back to that conversation, um, rise and fall of Blackberry kind of situation. Jim walks into the office and says, I'll only do this if you make me CEO. And continues throughout the conversation to keep calling himself CEO. And Mike keeps going, or uh, Doug keeps going, co CEO. Co CEO. Co CEO. And at the end, Mike makes a CEO decision. And mm-hmm. it's essentially like, okay. Mike's going to be CEO, so, like, it's no longer the BlackBerry that was, like, started at that point. Yeah. Manager and co-manager. Co-manager and co-manager. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, they, another one of the, which, again, like, I don't know why they, I actually, so, did any of you look into why they actually called it the BlackBerry? Because yeah, it's not, not because he dropped the BlackBerry in a shirt. Stand. Yeah. So you know the reason why? I, I didn't look it up, but I was like, there's no way that that's why they yeah. call it BlackBerry. Because I, that was one of the burning questions in the beginning of the movie for me. I was like, I'm curious why they call this a BlackBerry. Because that's like just, it, it doesn't, that's not a name that I don't think of like a, a piece of technology when you think that. Does anyone know their a- actual uh, just answer? Just like I don't, I don't think of Apple and fucking apples. Yeah. So no, no one uh, looked it up. No one knows the I, answer. I didn't, I didn't look it up. It was something that I probably knew in the past, but I definitely don't remember it i now. mean the explanation for it does make sense and i actually appreciate the name even more with the explanation but uh before i even say that i will say that the first few iterations of the blackberry were not called the blackberry they had other names and i think they were branded as rim phones so like okay. that was one of the timeline things that's different the blackberry like did not start as the blackberry it got named later um that name makes I sense say, i just googled it it does make yeah, sense like, it does make yeah, sense uh the I will say though, like their one of their working names for the phone was a smart link and or a pocket link, and I like I liked that name. I thought that was a good. Yeah, name. I thought that was pretty good. Um, like I did not hate that name. Um, but basically, so they initially were going back and forth between BlackBerry and Strawberry, and they went with BlackBerry because they, the person that pitched the name BlackBerry was like, the buttons on the keyboard look like a BlackBerry, like it looks like a BlackBerry skin, like kind of mm-hmm. little little protrusions or whatever so i don't know i I liked it it makes sense i think um so that was funny does anyone else have anything else they want to say about this film no i don't think so i i wanted to make at some point while i was watching the film i I was thinking to myself okay uh sigmund frude uh, we got the ego, the super ego, and the id. And Jim is the id, which makes um, the other two guys ego and super ego. I never got much further than that, but I'm sure someone could make that connection for me. Not one of you three. You three are dum dums, but somebody. 
I'll have to think about that. I'll noodle on it later. I think I got. I think I can figure it out. Um, I'm looking at so this year so far we have watched uh, since we are now at the middle point of the year we have mm-hmm. watched Willow, Creep, Peanut Butter Falcon, A Scanner Darkly, Manchester by the Sea, and now Blackberry. Mm-hmm. Looking at those films, and maybe it's the recency bias. I think Blackberry might be the best one out of those six for me. I think it might be. I think I enjoyed it the most. Yeah, probably. I mean, that, uh, that, that was, I'll be honest, that was a fucking weak lineup. I mean, Manchester by the Sea? What the fuck were we thinking? Uh, I like Manchester by the Sea. A little long, but, you know, goes without saying. Brendan, Brendan wants every movie to be a tight 45 minutes long. You know, Listen, I, I, I think everyone should have a tight 15, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta have a tight 15 ready to go. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. D- 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 what about Dom and Todd? Best film out of those six so far? Is that the best film of the first half of the year? Willow, Creep. Willow, Creep, Peanut Butter Peanut Falcon, Standard Darkly, mm-hmm. Manchester. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, I, I'm probably that in Manchester. I'm surprised yeah. Brendan didn't like Creep because that movie was like, what, 20 minutes long? I forget. Yeah, it right. Was, it was no, like an hour no, and no, 40 minutes. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. It was? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Oh, I well. I don't, was it that long? I, I didn't hate Creep. I don't, that's not me saying Dom pick Creep too. Like, I didn't hate Creep though. Like, it's we've definitely watched minutes. movies that I've not liked in Creep. Creep is like, higher up on that part of the list um hour that makes hour, sense. And, hour and 17 oh okay. wow okay yeah what did i say an hour and 40 hour and 17 yeah um too long the end of creep fucking still i still think of that noise and it fucking fucks me up that that noise does not do me any favors um actor director maybe that's my thing this year Oh shit, right. Dom's doing actor directors. It's not Ooh. terrible. I'm waiting for Todd to pick all Marty yeah. movies and we gotta watch fucking seven hour movies. Yeah, right. I, I still, I'm not gonna pick like any of the, because I, I would pick the Irishman if I was gonna pick any of them, and that's three I don't hours. Go off, I don't wanna go off on a tangent. I don't wanna, I don't. We need to wrap things up. I don't. But Todd brought something up to me the other day, and I haven't stopped thinking about it. Martin Scorsese is one of those people that's like Mr. Cinema, like protect cinema. All these things are negative to cinema. This motherfucker keeps making Netflix movies. He's not cinema. <laughs> if, like, am I incorrect? No. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's his venue. Why, what was, I, I think. What's his other? Uh, now, it's been Netflix. Netflix the last Isn't he making yeah. a new Netflix movie? Yeah, it's like Isn't three, that one with like three hours. Or whatever? No, it's, it's like three and a half hours, too. It's three hours. Is and it going to Netflix? I didn't realize that. Or it, yeah, it's a streaming movie, I think. Yes, yes it's, it's Netflix. Yeah. Um, so like, I think he's, he's doing got... it probably because of the run. I'm assuming it's going to be a runtime thing because I don't think these movies would fare well in theaters, to be honest with you. Like, uh, they, I, I maybe I don't, I'm just speaking out of my ass, but I'm, I'm, that's like the only justifiable way I could think that he's doing it. Yeah. I, I mean, know. the justifiable thing is it's do your box office thing or get a fucking paycheck from Netflix. Like, what? So, no, what he does, like what they do with those Netflix movies too, they release them in the theaters for like 15 days during too, so they can have that's Oscar consideration. Like, no, yeah, like, that's just for Oscar consideration. consideration. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. They're not making money off that. Yeah, it is funny though. Like that, I, I, I don't think that's like a out of the pocket statement. I think it does make a lot of sense. I'm surprised more people don't bring that up. It is oh, weird shit. to me. I never I thought about that movie. until you said it to me. Um, <laughs> uh, so before we reveal anything uh, else anyone wants to say about. Let me see how long it is. About Blackberry. We good on Blackberry? We've moved on? 
Yeah, uh, we've, good, uh, movie. we've good, movie. good movie, good movie. Uh, before we reveal Todd's pick for July and play the movie game, uh, you can, of course, uh, well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 376. Uh, you can support us in a bunch of different ways. The free ways to do that are subscribing to us on your podcast platform of choice if you don't already. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. It's very beneficial. One of the biggest ways you can help us is by simply leaving us a five-star review, writing something nice real quick. It really goes a long way. If you have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pass controller, become a patron. You can go to twitch.tv slash pass controller and subscribe to us there uh, with your Amazon Prime sub or with a paid sub. And you can, uh, you know, go to passcontroller.threadless.com and buying yourself some sick swag. Uh, follow us, of course, everywhere on social media at Pass Controller and uh, all those things really beneficial to helping us grow the show. You're up, Todd. Uh, so I'm going to make you guys do something that is fucking not normal for a movie pick. It's going to kind of be a pain in the ass. You're going to have to go to the movie theaters. No, I'm just fucking going to do it. I, I, really, I really wanted to pick. I just uh, even go to the movie theaters. Man, okay. I what, what movie? Yeah, I, Todd, I went to go um, see fucking Dial of Destiny two days ago. Like, I'm going to no, the movies. He saw uh, no, that's a fool's paradise. Fool's paradise, I think. It's fool's fool's paradise. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about Dial of Destiny after. We got to wrap things up. Um, no, uh, the movie I was gonna make you guys all see is Talk to Me, that new A twenty four horror movie that's nice. coming out. But uh, I, but obviously, that. I would love to go see that movie because I'm, I'm. That's the movie I'm gonna go see in the theaters. You know what's great is you can just go see it and you don't I'm have to do a podcast. No, no, trust me, I know. And you can enjoy it and let that live in your brain. I narrowed it down to one, two, three, four, five, six movies. I'm gonna. I just want to make sure you guys haven't seen any of these movies, and then I'm gonna decide on it. Um, one has come up several times. Has anyone seen Goon? No. Yes. I've almost I picked think... it. Okay. I have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, has anyone seen Tenant? Because I still have I've not seen. seen... I have not. Uh, I've you only seen it. Fortnite. I, I. You haven't seen what? No, I. Had... No, they didn't. They play that movie in <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, it's... you were frozen for I, a second. I was frozen <laughs> in the best way. I kind of don't want to change it. <laughs> Yeah, no change. Um, um, I, I can rewatch Tenant just because I don't know what the fuck happened in that film. Yeah, no, I have. I've never officially. Seen, it's like the only Nolan movie I haven't seen. Uh, okay, Arrival. Any of you seen? I it? have not seen Arrival yet. Which one's Arrival? It's That's Dennis Amy Adams. Way. Uh, okay, no, I didn't. With the that aliens, one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. It's the only West Anderson it. movie I've ever seen. Okay, I, you've have, seen I have not seen it. Um, the Green Room. I'd rewatch Grand, uh, Grand Budapest if we're gonna do. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, no, that's fine. But, uh, Green Room. The Green Room is the one you with. Mentioned. You can just you can just uh, lock me down as I have not watched any of these because I have. It's more for those guys. The, <laughs> the one with Chekhov and. Uh, yes, and, uh, Patrick Stewart. What's it called? Patrick Stewart. Yes. Yeah, James and, and Brie Larson. I don't think I've seen the whole movie, but I, I have seen and, okay. uh, and and uh, 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 Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> and has anyone seen Pig? I no. have not. I have not. Uh oh. Sounds like Uh-oh. it sounds like Grand Budapest is the winner out of these. No, no, because uh, no, uh, no, Mike, I for think me Pig right is, now, I think Pig is already on the Google. I'll check. For me for me right now, it's between Arrival, Green Room, and Pig. Um this is and you garbage. Get, um Pig's supposed to be fucking amazing. Like, yeah, like really, I really heard good things about Pig. I'm, I yeah, think it, I already, and it's it. not what you think it is either. Yeah, it's not. I don't like, know uh, what to think it is. I, I have no here's idea. What it is. Here's the problem. I mean, this is, I really want to pick Green Room. Pig? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, uh, I really want to pick Green Room, but I know that if I pick Green Room, Brendan's gonna just fucking 
say how much he hated it the entire fucking time. Uh, I, just because I can talk honestly about something, and, and no, no, I no, no, no. I'm going to talk honestly about I it. I just, it's just, it's very suspenseful. So it's no, not it's like on scary, Hulu, but like, it's suspenseful. Yeah, it's, 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 it's on Max. It's on Max. So, um, um, Pagan's on Hulu. Sorry. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, what to do? What to do? Not that I need you to change your pick or anything, but Arrival has been on my. Like my two watch list for a while. Okay. Let's go with Arrival. You could pick whatever you want, Because I, I really kind of, I want to go with Arrival. Because none of you guys have seen Arrival, and Mike has seen it, but doesn't really kind of remember it. No, I, oh. I've never seen Arrival. I've seen Tenet. Oh, I've seen so, Tenet you, so, and... so none of you guys have seen Arrival? No. No. Oh, fuck yeah, let's do Arrival. Arrival it Wait, is. Wait, is isn't that a sequel to Prometheus or something? No, it's Dennis no. Villeneuve. It's, uh, it's, it's a, a sequel, it's, it's to, a it's a sequel to Prometheus and Bob. Oh, <laughs> I love Let's do Arrival. Arrival is a good pick, I think. I, I think you guys know a spoiler for the movie, but I oh, think no. I know That's a spoiler okay. for the movie, but I think I Stop also have about it then. Kind Honestly, of even if you know that spoiler, though, it's uh, yeah, yeah, I still want to see it, so I'm fine with it. Um, okay, all right, there it is. Arrival is the PTC movie clip pick for July, so if you uh want to listen to us talk about that we'll watch that and we'll talk about it at the end of so i picked a bunch of Bye. nolan films todd picks a bunch of denny's villanueve <laughs> yeah. uh brian what's your thing gonna be who are you gonna be picking movies by do you know uh, who a director is <laughs> let's see so i picked willow and i picked manchester by the sea so uh i guess i can go with things that are attached to cancellations yeah it's a stretch man yeah i don't know i didn't they cancel the willow show yeah they did and they pulled uh, it from the fucking and they pulled it from disney plus i don't know i might just keep doing movies that were filmed here to be honest but like also the the movie takes place in massachusetts Ooh, we'll let's uh let's watch r.i.p.d Ooh. that takes place in massachusetts too i forget I definitely seen the movie. We can do Night and Day. That was filmed here. I don't know if it took place here. Central Intelligence. Intelligence. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it it isn't fucking that. That's not uh, Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart. They did film that here. Uh, they filmed it. I know they at least yeah, filmed a scene in the Commons. Yep, they did. Because they filmed they filmed a good portion of it in the parking garage for Cambridge Side Galleria. <laughs> I think I you know what's bullshit? We're gonna do Paul Blart. I, I think Brendan gets fucking spooky October, and he's fucking you know won't even pick a horror movie. Blow it. He's no, gonna pick. He's gonna pick, uh, pick, uh, pick a Christmas movie. Cubie Halloween. He's gonna pick Cubie Halloween. That's oh my god! Like... No one's seen it besides me, right? No, I've seen it. No, we have oh, oh baby, oh one of my, one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite movies. So you should definitely. We are pick. going to Hubie the fuck out of Halloween this year. I can't. Did anyone buy those Hubie Halloween? Um, Hubie Halloween. Uh, what was it? Curtains or something? What happened? I, I'm pretty sure they're gone. So yes, I'm pretty sure oh, someone, no. someone has those in their house. Oh and their weird no! Adam Sandler altar. Um, all right. Awesome. So there is your July pick. But that leaves us with the end of show game, which normally on an episode we would end with a video game related game, but because this is a movie episode, we will of course end with the movie game. The way this game works, I will read facts about a movie whether it be genre, runtime, budget, actor stuff, until someone can get it correctly. Uh, whoever gets first gets the point. The leaderboard for the year so far is Dom in first with 30. 
Todd in second with 29, and Mike in third with 19. Without further ado, movie number oh, I'm, one. I'm changing my movie. We're doing Bo is Afraid. <laughs> this, Not only will I give Brendan an Ari Aster movie, it's a three-hour Ari Aster movie. So. That I would have it's to just, see in a theater, so I'm definitely not. No, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's streaming. Oh, oh, great. I'm picking J-Dub 4. That's out now. My boy. Yeah. I still haven't watched it. I need to watch it. Uh, anyways, watch this 1993 rated R film clocks in at an hour and 59 minutes. Too long for Brendan, so he's ever seen 1993. Hold on, I gotta place myself, all right? 1993. How long was the movie? One hour and 59 minutes. I was 12, 13. 1993, one hour and 54 minutes. Rated R, you said? Rated R. I know this is the wrong year, but I'm gonna say Pulp Fiction right now and rule it out. I'll say it's 97. I think Pulp Fiction was like 94. Is it First Blood? Incorrect. This movie has received 10 nominations, including one win. Uh, the nominations are for... Uh, let's see here. We got... Uh, what was the win? Where's the win? The win is for... Newcomer of the Year, London Critics Circle Film Awards. The fuck does any of that mean? Uh, in 1994, it was nominated for the MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss. Mm. Oh, it's rated out too. Okay, I keep on. I almost said stupid shit. Hey, don't let anything. Don't you let said anything. It was nominated stop ten times. Yes, for so let's see that. awards at the 2020 Awards, the Key Art Awards, the IGN Summer Movie Awards, DVD Exclusive Awards, Fantasporto. Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films USA, MTV TV Awards, London Critics Circle Film Awards. Best Kiss. Best Kiss. In You know it's going to be something ridiculous, too. Um... Kiss Radar. 1994 MTV Movie Awards. Let's take a peek at the category for Best Kiss. Uh... In this category, other nominees included Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke in Reality Bites, Jason James Richter in Willy in Free Willy, <laughs> Dana Carvey in Wayne's World 2, uh, this actress and this actor in this movie, and the winner went oh, to... So it's not Free Willy with the whale. Correct. No. Which was uh, not rated R, surprisingly. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> the winner of that category was Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson in Indecent Exposure. Or, sorry, Indecent Proposal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have to hear more, I think, because I'm lost right now. I can't think yeah. of other movies that came around that 19, time. I'm sure. 1993, I was too young to be watching rated R films. That being said, I'm pretty sure I saw Hackers in theaters, so do with that what you will. Let's see. You may recognize the top billed actor from such things as Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay. Very Bad Things. Broken Arrow. Is it Die Hard? Incorrect. In 93, it would have been Die Hard 2, wouldn't it? Is it Die Hard 2? Incorrect. 
I know I didn't yeah, guess that. So best, I hated best, too. You bet best kiss though. How do you call it? like? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's Wait, we, weirdly, is it Dances with Wolves? Incorrect. Ah, uh, because I was that's where I was heading. I was I going was gonna, in that direction. It yeah. was going to be my next pick. I was going to pick the director's yeah. guy. It's three hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and 56 <laughs> minutes long. You may recognize at least one actor from the MCU who has appeared oh. in many MCU films. Oh, it's Die Hard 3. Incorrect. I, was that the one that had the Incorrect. Hmm, let's see. You may recognize the second build actress from such things as Medium or Stigmata. The fuck is Medium? Or Boyhood. Or oh, wait, film. is it is it actually Hackers? No. Incorrect. <laughs> that movie is PG-13, even though it oh, had it like a bunch of stuff in it that I was like, whoa, when I saw that in the theater, I was like, oh, okay, this is PG-13. All right, Angelina. Let's see here. The... Brendan, relax, dude. Don't get so angry. Why, why are you... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Simpson! Mr. Simpson, no! <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> the top billed actor whoops has been nominated for awards 20 times including 8 wins. Uh I don't see Oscars here, but does have oh, MTV Movie Awards does have multiple best kisses. Two <laughs> nominations and one win in the Critics' Choice Award category, and two nominations and one win in the Golden Globes category. I'm so confused by one of the actors, and I don't want to say the name because I feel like I can give it away. I'm sure you guys already thought of this actor, but like... It's not Jurassic Park, is it? Incorrect. That wasn't the, rated R. I just The know. third build actor you may recognize from such things as Speed. Blue Velvet. Oh fuck! So that's that's easy right there. Easy Rider or Waterworld. What? I was actually just going to say Waterworld, but that's not car either. That's R.I.P. The third build actor has been nominated seven. That doesn't make any sense. All the movies seventeen you times with twenty three wins. Somewhere around this time period that this movie came out, so I'm just I'm, I'm at a loss right now. But I know like all the actors that you're saying. Oh, let me let me think. Oh, it's a Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, right. It's not, but it sounds like Mike might know the third build actor. Yeah, he's that's yeah. easy. So the third build actor is Dennis Hopper. Yeah. What else can I say? About this film, Brendan's already frozen again. It's just fun to watch. I you only said it was so good for so long. The back half of the episode, you didn't say the top build actor, right? Like we didn't. I didn't say their name. I gave a lot of information. Okay. No, about that's that fine. Person. Okay. Uh, this right. film Pirated. has a ninety-three percent tomato meter and a ninety-three percent audience score. This nineteen ninety-three crime drama. I feel like Dennis Hopper was typecast in so many of these types of movies too, but the kiss is throwing me off the best kiss. 
1993 crime drama. Is it uh, RoboCop? I was thinking RoboCop too. Is he it in is that? Not though? RoboCop. I couldn't remember if Dennis Hopper was a bad guy in RoboCop. I, I couldn't no, either. It was, it was like Kurt. Uh, Kurt Wood Smith, uh, the, oh, the yeah, dad yeah. from yeah, 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 Kurt that seventy show. Yeah. According. Oh to yeah, Rotten, I forgot he's in that. According to Rotten Tomatoes, you might also like if you like this film, Tower of London, The Big Lebowski, Dazed and Confused, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and The Call of Cthulhu. What is that last one? Uh, let's what times see. we're so bad at these. The Big Lebowski. Yeah, I, I'm uh, not even going yeah, to I feel yeah. like that's not going to help us at all. No. It's, it's interesting to know, but I don't know if it's, mm. it's actually useful, but it, it's nice to know. Would you rather know more information about the director or the writer of this film? Writer. Do we have a unanimous writer? Writer? I, why do we want? I would writer? go. I would go with director, but I'm kind of curious to see where Todd's why Todd wants to go with that uh, writer. I'm threading a needle right now, and I think I might have something. But I'm okay, let's go with the writer. Let's see. Do you want to give it to Todd? Okay. Yeah. Good well, Todd. there are two writers. I'll go with the one that is more helpful. I think. Let me just two look writers. at the other person. Okay. Oh, never mind. I guess. I guess they are sort of both helpful. So they write together? It seems so. <laughs> but the other person's name, I, I don't think I've ever heard, so I don't know if that name itself would help you. But their mm. body of work might. You may know this writer, or, hmm, no, I can't. Hmm. Let's see. This writer... This <laughs> This writer has 284 nominations, including 171 wins. Wow. Oh, that makes sense. Wow. I'm thinking only Oscars every time he says these things. I'm yeah. Like, oh, it's just it's garbage. Load. I can give you more information. It's all like Nick Loading Kids Choice Awards. Yeah. He has 27 Best Kiss nominations, including... The writer? <laughs> oh, now I'm lost. That was a yeah. fake stat. No, I'm, I'm Oh, lying. okay. <laughs> I, I had something, and I'm like... All right, broken out. This arrow. page will not load. Oh, okay, so one of the on actors... Twitter? <laughs> I'm, I'm canceling out an actor that I thought it was from Broken Arrow. And... Best kiss though is fucking messing with me. Why are you so worried about an MTV movie award that they didn't what win? Was, Why is what? that what's driving you insane? Because Free like Willy, Free Willy was in that category. Well, that's that's Hold the on. whole thing though. Like it's like 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 it's like usually good movies aren't in the best kiss. It's always like goofy, like kind of like funny stuff. So Can, it's like uh, it's throwing me off a little bit that it's an R-rated movie at the MTV movie awards. All right, I think kid. you're focusing on the wrong. Thing. Yeah, okay. quick sidebar, real quick for Todd mostly, maybe Dom if he has the answer. Is Broken Arrow the one that has John Travolta in it? Yes. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was on YouTube, and every single time I refreshed my YouTube homepage, Broken Arrow, it's free on YouTube, and it oh, kept getting recommended to me every yeah, single time I refreshed the page. It's a pretty good movie. It's John Woo, I think, too. I think John Woo did that. Oh. Uh, yeah. I've never watched it before, but that's the only reason why I knew about the films, because it kept being recommended to me. But I don't think it's... I'm not going to... 
I feel like I'm gonna help you guys. Or this writer, they have one, two, three, four, five, six Oscar nominations and one, two, two Oscar wins. For what movies? Is it, is it true, mom, true romance? It is indeed true romance. Todd gets the point. It's Chris and Slater. I knew it wasn't John Travolta. I didn't want to say that to you, but fucking, I fucking knew it was fucking. It is Chris Slater, Slater Dennis, and Hopper. Dennis Hopper and Patricia and, and, Arquette. And what's his name wrote it? Fucking uh, Quentin Tarantino wrote it. Quentin Tarantino, yes. Yeah. If, I, if I had given you the name Roger Avery. I would have said it. If you gave, no, I would have known that. That's, that's you said Quentin Tarantino, though. Apparently, or at least wrote some of these of the name. I couldn't him. think of the name. I almost picked true romance, too, and I couldn't think of the name for like the last fucking five minutes. I was going to say from dusk till dawn. Yeah, Roger Avery at least wrote Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs with him. I don't know if he writes other movies with him, but. I was watching something, a little off topic, super quick. And dusk till dawn, Quentin Tarantino sucks on Selma Hayek's toes. And like, that guy yeah, just is fucking. The dude loves fucking... feet. And, <laughs> you know, okay. You don't have to like put it everywhere. You can do that in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to like make fucking blockbuster films and be like, let's put some feet in here. Oh, I haven't put feet in here. Uh, take off your shoes and put your feet on top of this chair. Put your feet on top of this chair and wiggle your toes around for me. Yeah, right on the dashboard. What is happening right now? You're talking about your camera or are you talking about us talking about... Uh, oh, my camera froze again. Fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, feet. Feet. Quentin's feet. I am pulling up the next thing. I have a million. I like to think that he right did now. it at first as a joke, and then he actually just got into it a lot. He did it ironically at first, like, yeah, I'm going to put some feet here. <laughs> and then he's like, actually, I'm fucking getting a little randy right now. All right. Tell us that point. Movie number two. All right. We got to speed it up because we are. That took like 20 minutes. It was like a 20 minute. Yeah. Uh, we were on great time. We were we were closing in on a nice cool hour, and who boy! Oh, this uh, this, this podcast will be too long. Brent's gonna hate it. Exactly. This 2006 rated R film clocks in at that good good an hour and 28 minutes. You know, not too long, not overstaying its welcome. It's right there. It's right there yeah, in that sure. sweet spot. It's gonna be a horror movie then. 2006 rated R. I would have been 17, so I could see a rated R film. I'm gonna go with Juno. Incorrect. This movie was written and directed by the same duo. In case that was unclear, the same two people that wrote this film directed it. I don't want to okay. like say some other duo that we had previously mentioned or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I felt like I said that weird. Is it uh, basketball? Incorrect. <laughs> this movie has that two nominations and two wins, including including 2007 winner for. <laughs> I missed it. Is it no, Team America? <laughs> it's a fucking thing. Is it Team America World Police? Incorrect. No. Including a 2007 win for best specialty stunt at the. World Stunt Award. Uh, 2006 winner for Most Offensive Male Character. And I feel I, like we're on the right track, Todd. And two yeah, different, I think so too. And two different 
2006 nominees for Golden Schmoes. What's a Golden Is Schmoe? it Orgasmo? Incorrect. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what a Golden like Schmoe is. Is there, something, is there something about Mary? I think Incorrect. I'm out of uh, Matt and Trey movies because yeah, South right, Park yeah, right. was 99. South yeah, Park yeah. was 99. You may recognize uh, at least one of these actors from the Fast Universe. Hmm. I feel like that's like fucking MCU for me at this point with all the fucking <laughs> shit. That, is, all it, the movies well, it, is it stuck on you? Incorrect. Oh, that's uh, that's with Matt Damon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going next. I'm going with the Is Matt Damon in <laughs> Fast and the Furious? Uh, no, but but Todd brought up the Far- the Farley brothers, so I just oh, is started. It, is it me, myself, of... and Irene? Incorrect. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> you may recognize the second build actress from such films as Rat Race. Did you say or... the first build actor actor was in the Fast films, or did you just say an actor? An actor. Okay. Uh, Rat Race. Rat Race. Or such films as Just Friends or Interstate 60 episodes of The Road. Just Friends hmm. and Rat Race overlap. Shit. I can't remember who the actual female lead of Just Friends was. I remember, I think. Uh, it was, uh... Is it Road Trip? Incorrect. I know that the the other one, the Britney Spears type character, was um, Anna Faris. Yeah. So it, it could be Anna Faris, but I don't remember who the female lead of the film actually was. So I can't. Uh, oh, it's the host bunny. The host bunny. Incorrect. Ooh, Tom might be right. Incorrect. You <laughs> may you may recognize the third build actor from such films as Backdraft or Runner Runner or Stronger. Was Backdraft Stallone? No, no. Backdraft is um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. And uh, Baldwin. The, yeah, the, the younger fire, Baldwin. The, the forest fighter. Yes. Yeah. Forest no, fighter. no, it was that. You, <laughs> Firefighters. <laughs> you may recognize one of these writer-directors from such films as this movie sequel, Happy television series that Todd bought comics for. The one with Chris Maloney. Yeah. And Mom and Dad. I don't know what that is. So this movie had a sequel. It's a rated R, presumably comedy, because it didn't get a lot of nominations or whatever. I'm assuming it's comedy, yeah. Is it... There is a vital piece of information I gave you early that I is think it? would maybe tell you it's not a comedy, but oh okay, uh, I just because you it, said just run it won, race, all it won like movies. best stunt or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That could have that could be. Yeah, comedy. I feel it, like it there could, were some crazy could, stunts in like in The Hangover. Yeah. I was gonna say V for Vendetta, but that's way longer than an hour and twenty. And I picked up some with twins. I imagine that they did something weird. <laughs> You may recognize the top build actor from such things as the Fast Universe. Oh, actually, I think I know what it is. Is it Crank? 
It is indeed crank. Mike gets a point after like a 10 week hiatus. Mike is back on the board, putting him at a where, where did the backdraft person come from? The writer, one of the writers oh, of the film. Okay. Um, wait, no, is that, the, it was either him or the third build actor is one of them. I was third build actor. I was, cause I was thinking it was Statham for a while when you said fast. Cause I was like, I don't know. And then I couldn't think of anything. Crank. I would have never got crank though. I wish I had thought of Statham cause then I could have just started going through Statham movies. I, yeah, th- I, couldn't think of any I thought someone had Statham on the mind. And that's when, when you had asked me, did you say top build actor? That's why I didn't say it. Cause I was like, I feel like that's going to immediately point yeah. to him or, you know, yeah. I, I don't know who else, but. I think it would have narrowed it down too quickly. So I, I probably wouldn't have said Stath. I probably wouldn't have said crank as quickly as I did. Cause I would have, I would not have thought of it offhand, but you did say sequel. I was like, Oh yeah. Crank did have a sequel. I had to look it up to see if he was in the sequel or if it was like, you know, something. Yeah. Else. He shouldn't have been. Cause I'm pretty sure at the first, in the first film, he fell out of a plane. I mean, I didn't like aggressively check it. I just saw that he was. No, he's like he he's definitely in it. I've seen okay. both films. I'm just saying that he shouldn't have been in the second one because he fell out of a plane. He should. Yeah, it, I mean, he should have been a that, lot of times. Isn't like the right? the the point that like the plot of that movie like he he has like something in his heart and if he stops doing stuff he dies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Movies are fucking stupid. Yeah, that's true. This is why I play many. video games. Because they're not stupid at all. They don't have ridiculous plots at all. Mm. Mm. Well, pick your third movie. We are about to lock in that third movie right now. You do need to give me the full title of this film. Oh, so it's a sequel. Team America America, World World Police. Police. Damn it. This 2003 PG-13 film. Was the it first one 2003? It has a runtime. Huh? Oh, no, never mind. It was 93. I was like, was it 2003? Sorry, go on. Has you may recognize... Wait, you're not going to tell us the runtime? At some point. Ooh. A runtime that's important to the movie. Alright, we're skipping it. We're skipping it. Oh, it's 88 minutes. We're skipping it. What was it? Was it was Mike right? No, uh, but I'd, I'd be fast on the on the clickers tonight because people are ready to get points. This 2003 film was nominated 124 times. Okay, so it must split these things now. It was wait. Are we doing the same movie? Or are we still doing same the... movie? Same movie. Oh, okay. I'm it so has 213 <laughs> wins, including. Oh, it's 12 it's, Oscar um, wins. It's it gone. Oh, Oscars. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. It is indeed Lord of the Rings Return of the King, which is why I did not tell you that it was a three and a half hour. Yeah. As soon as he was like, I started putting the pieces together. It's like, oh, it's got Oscars. Oh, Brandon won't tell us a runtime. It must have been fucking either super short or more likely super long. I thought that the, it had something to do with the title of the movie or something. I switched the film because we are way too long, and I was hoping someone what was going to get quick. Not super do? quick. Why don't you just do the other one? I'm going to pocket it we, for another time. What if we actually took a long time? What if you're like, it had, <laughs> it had actors from the previous two films of this series and actors who appeared in a sequel to the series? The sequel was called The Hobbit. 
Wow. Uh, no, but that does bring to a good point. We're at the midpoint of the year, and I had at the beginning of the year promised that we would do probably more frequently game show spinoff episodes, and I don't think we have done that once. So now that we are at the middle point of the year, we will uh, probably sometime in July do a ex- it, the bare minimum an extended game show portion so that we can make the scoreboard a little more interesting. Uh I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, we are ending the week with a first-place tie between Dom and Todd at 30, and Mike scooping up two little points tonight, putting him at 21. So nine points, not that far away from catching up. Hey, listen, I just made blackjack. Boom. Just sweep every week in July, and that puts you right in first, my guy. Mm. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, but the next next couple weeks are all gonna be video games, and I don't play video games. I don't know. You you're don't a big Final me. Fantasy guy now. You're a you big play... Final Fantasy guy now. Yeah, fucking Sid and um, Bahamut. Mike, I, I am gonna. Know. I am going to. I'm gonna pick Pizza Tower next week, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 16, and right. uh, and multiverses. So just remember that for next week. Okay. Don't, don't tell them I told you. Oh shit, we're still recording. Uh. <laughs> anyways thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode episode 376 we will see you next time